Welcome to the Ross Road Connect podcast. I'm Holly. And I'm Craig. And we are your hosts as we talk all things church, life, theology, faith, and beyond. Welcome everybody to the Ross Road Connect podcast, episode number 12. Today I am here. Well, for one thing I could tell you, I'm Holly. I am one of your co-hosts and I am here with not Craig today, but I am here uh, again with someone who was on the podcast last week. I am here with my co-host for the day, Graham. How are you doing today, Graham? I'm back. I'm back again. In, you are back. back in the yeah. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't get enough of the Ross Road podcast. It's, it's kind of funny how this yeah. all happened. It feels like this intentionally played out this way, but it was not the intention to play out this way. No. Uh, so maybe we'll so just do, do a, tell... a quick reference yeah. to what I'm saying is uh, – that uh, I think last Sunday it was announced that uh, Craig was taking a break, kind of a leave of absence mm-hmm. to focus on his emotional and spiritual and physical uh, health. And we affirm that yeah. we, uh, we, we trust Craig, we love Craig. Um, and we, he yeah. talked a lot about it uh, with us as a staff leading up to the official decision. And uh, I think most of the staff even was pushing for uh, Craig to to take that time even before he was willing to accept it. Totally, yeah, we were. <laughs> so, uh, and not and not uh, for negative reasons, but just for his own health and and again affirming him as a leader and uh, wanting to yeah. him to be around for a long time. Exactly. So yeah. uh, it's we're all thinking about the long term yeah. for oh, sure. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And and we all, mm-hmm. I think, have, including Craig, have a tremendous amount of faith around the situation. That uh, well, sorry, I don't want to call it a situation. It, it makes it sound uh, like there's a situation. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Around so serious. <laughs> around the thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man. That uh, that that God's working, uh, in everyone's life, the staff's life, the Craig's life, uh, all the people in him, in his life, like his doctors, counselor, Jenny, um, and, and also all the, the people and members of Ross road, uh, God's working here tremendously. And this is just a part of it. So. Absolutely. And yeah, I had so done this... the co-hosting a few weeks ago, uh, kind of randomly. It's true. And uh, then I had yeah. been... I don't even remember why, to be honest. Yeah, it was... Uh, Craig why? was busy for some reason. He was... Uh, yeah. yeah. it was something going on. So I, I stepped in. Uh, and then I finally got the interview that we had been talking about for so long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the announcement kind of of him stepping down kind of came... Or stepping down. Stepping away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, came uh, came down and they, and then he just said, "Hey, you want to keep uh, co-hosting with Holly?" And I said, "Yeah, I'll do it. I'll help out." Yeah, it was a very natural yeah. uh, decision to make for sure. <laughs> so I will be happy to co-host with you for the next uh, couple of months here. I think uh, we'll have a great time. <laughs> this will be good. Yeah, so today we're we're doing be. a winter retreat recap. Um, yeah. And so Holly, I want to ask you, uh, first tell us a little Mm -hmm. bit about, uh, like what the winter retreat was. (laughs) I'm having trouble talking. That's hard to say. Um, uh, what it looks like for anyone, uh, who hasn't attended or doesn't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, what does that, what does that look like for us? Yeah. So it's a retreat specifically for the high school students. 
And interestingly enough, the middle school students would go to a retreat called Shine. And it was a retreat that was with like a bunch of other youth groups and it would happen at Stillwood. And it was kind of like a similar idea where both of the retreats, there are sessions where you go and there's a bunch of games and there's worship and there's a message. And then after you have small group time. So that happened at both like this Shine and this um, high school retreat. But yeah, for the high school, we, for at least since I've been the youth pastor, we've done this kind of retreat. And I know Craig did a couple of retreats like this as well, where it's just our youth group. So it's a little bit, or actually quite a lot more intimate than something like Shine that we would do with the middle schoolers, where you get to spend just a weekend with like our youth group. So instead of like another camp doing all the planning for this like we do all the planning for this ourselves, like as the youth leaders, uh, myself, like I do a lot of the planning. Um, so this weekend we went to Camp Luther in Mission. Um, yeah, so we were there and we, yeah, we have four sessions and there's a lot of games and there's also just a lot of downtime where the kids can kind of do what they want. They can like board games or hang out with each other, do whatever. Um, they can stay up as late as they want. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of just like downtime. Super, super fun. Uh, I bring in a speaker from outside of the group just so that like I think like I never that's just always how it was done. But I never really thought about, OK, why do we bring in someone else from outside of Ross Road Youth instead of myself doing it? But I think there is something really refreshing about hearing from another voice because they hear my kind of voice all the time. So I think it is really refreshing for them to kind of hear someone else. And then it also allows more time for me to be able to kind of bond with the kids during that weekend. And then I don't have to kind of stress about doing all these sermons as well. So for this year, we had my good friend Zach as our speaker, which was such an incredible thing for me and for the youth group. Uh, Zach is a youth pastor for middle school and high school, and he actually runs um, the young adults at Broadway Church as well. So yeah, Broadway Church in Chilliwack. Uh, Zach and I went to high school together, so we graduated together in 2012. So we've been friends for a long time. So it's really cool to be able to do ministry together, uh, even in the last like couple of years of COVID. I definitely remember we would have some conversations on the phone and just like, because there's, you don't know what it's like to be a youth pastor during this time. So to find someone else who knows exactly what you're going through was such a amazing thing to have. So yeah, to now have him come and be a part of the weekend was just amazing. So Zach is one of the people that we will actually interview on this podcast today. Now, Zach, so, so, so you're describing a, a youth pastor friend from Chilliwack, yeah. but you have more yeah. than one, don't you? <laughs> I do. And what's really funny is they are good friends. And I actually met both of them before they met each other. And I was always like, you guys would be best friends. And they met and they're like best friends. So in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, not that I take credit for your friendship, but I called this friendship a long time ago. But anyways, I do have two youth pastor friends from Chilliwack. This other guy, Brock, is the youth pastor at Main Street So Church I didn't Chilliwack. know that. I I knew you had <laughs> at least one. Um, and, yeah. and I was a listener of this podcast before I was on this podcast. And I remember an interview that you had with your youth pastor friend, 
uh, you know, <laughs> that you went to high school with or whatever. Uh, and Brock, Brock, I met in college, oh, in college. but that's, yeah, a that's right. Detail. Yeah, yeah. I remember you talking about school and stuff. So that's where my brain yeah. went. But, uh, and that it was somebody that you connected with during the pandemic as somebody like with, yeah. a, with a like-minded, uh, you know, problem uh, that they're overcoming. And uh, so I see Zach, I, as- I don't remember the guy's name. So I assume it's yeah. this guy, right? I'm assuming. Yeah. So I'm telling him a story <laughs> the first night or we're just chatting. And then I'm like, and, yeah. and uh, I'm like, oh, yeah. And I reference the Connect podcast and I look at him and yeah. I say, oh, you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. You've been on it. <laughs> and at the time, we hadn't planned this recap. recap. Oh, uh, and man. he just looked at me, but like I just kept talking. Right. And uh, yeah. so he didn't really have a chance to correct me. Well, I found out, find out later from Holly that there is two youth pastor friends from Chilliwack. There is. And yeah. I just looked at the wrong one and and told him he was on the podcast. Uh, no. So, uh, yeah. I don't even but know if at that point he would have known about the Connect podcast. Uh, yeah. Well, that's so funny, though, because he's just such a nice guy. So I'm sure he oh, yeah. was just totally like, oh, yeah. like <laughs> he, he didn't oh, make me God. feel bad at all. He just... <laughs> Yeah, and then later I'm like, oh dang! I put my foot in my um, mouth. And like yeah. I look like a doorknob. <laughs> uh, so we yeah, made up totally. for it today um, by uh, having him on the podcast. So now it's true. Now yeah. we've had po- it is true Zach now. on the podcast. Uh, we recorded yeah. a conversation. Uh, we brought in Gabe, um, who mm. uh, he re- referenced this in the 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 ep- the interview. But Gabe is the new administrative assistant uh, at. Yeah. Road, a position I've been filling in for over the winter with the full intention of leaving in the spring. And uh, so Gabe yeah. has uh, been offered the position, has taken that position, has already put a few days in, um, and he's going to do great at it. So uh, so Gabe was here mm-hmm. at the church uh, during recording time, so he was obviously a big part of the weekend. We pulled him in, and then we invited Zach uh, and Allison, and Allison is one of the the regular youth leaders. Um Mm-hmm. And small group, yeah. uh, small group leader. So we had Allison on the on the interview as well. Yeah, it's been great to get to know Allison this year. I'm sure Allison, you're gonna listen to this. Um, but yeah, so Gus Lowen. Uh, for those of you who don't maybe know, Gus Lowen has been a part of the church for a long time, and Gus and Allison recently got married. So that's who that is. Um, yeah, she's just a ball of fire in like the best way. <laughs> she's uh, yeah, she's, uh... a, a bubbly fire. <laughs> Yeah, it's very true. Um, I yeah, she's great. So yeah, that's gonna be our interview today. Um, I don't. Do you have anything else to say? No, let's. Uh, the next voices you'll hear are yeah. us uh, going ahead. All right, welcome to Allison and Gabe and Zach to the podcast. How's it going, guys? Good. Don't, don't, don't all talk at once. Yeah. They're all being so polite and letting everyone else talk first. <laughs> That is true. Yeah, no, it is. It's great to have you guys on the podcast today. So we are going to think back to I think it's two weeks ago now that we had our high school youth retreat. So I don't know about you guys. Like, are you guys still like trying to catch up on sleep? Or you guys feel like you have fully recovered on the sleep? How about we'll start with Gabe? What do you how are you feeling after the retreat? I think I am in a perpetual state of sleep loss in some ways, personally. So I don't know 
that I can verify how much better or worse it is since the retreat. <laughs> um, but I did sleep an abnormally long time the Monday after and started catching up, I guess. So I, I feel good. I feel yeah. fantastic. I miss it, but I feel good. That's true. <laughs> yeah. What about what about Zach? How many collective hours of sleep do you think you got that weekend? Oh, I slept about the same as I normally do. Wow. That's also not super surprising. Yeah, love that. What about Allison? Honestly, I got like no sleep, but I'm still yeah. like, exhausted. <laughs> but yeah. I also got so much sleep compared to like everyone else. <laughs> that is true. I went man. to bed early, man. I think from the Thursday to the Sunday, I got a collective of maybe 11 hours. It Because the Thursday, I was also doing a lot of final prep leading into the retreat. And I remember getting home on the Sunday. I think I got home at about 2.30. And I had to send out an email for work still. And I was like, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to send this email and then I'm going to relax the rest of the day. And I sat down at 2.30 and I woke up at 6 p.m. <laughs> so I was clearly very tired. Wait, had you sent but, the uh... <laughs> email before you fell asleep? No, I didn't. It was, uh, <laughs> that's why you guys got the email for like the middle school small group plans. That's why you got it so late. I because I that. meant to I send it. <laughs> yeah, I meant to send it a lot earlier. So that was my bad. I thought um, the Super about, Bowl would be you? a huge priority for you when you got home yeah. to stay up and watch. I, I did watch the halftime oh, show. Right. And I did enjoy that quite a lot. Yeah. yeah. How about, how about you, Graham? Are you recovered? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I did not get a lot of sleep. I was doing my best. Like, I was the oldest guy there by far. And uh, I was doing my best to keep up with the young the young ones. And uh, But about 1.30 in the morning, I'm like, okay, I'm going to call. And I assumed everyone was right behind me. <laughs> and then at yeah. like 2.30, everyone's coming into the cabin. I'm like, oh, what's going on here? <laughs> how do you guys do this? <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, well, yeah, it, it took a little extra sleep on Sunday, but it, it didn't take too long for me to recover. Yeah, love it, love it. So I want to hear uh, from everybody what was your highlight of the weekend. Uh, it can be something totally superficial, uh, something very super surface level, or it can be something that was really meaningful. So what was a highlight? Uh, why don't we start? Why don't we start with Allison? <laughs> the dino costume yes <laughs> how did i know that was gonna be your answer <laughs> it's because i love dinosaurs and none of you yeah. really know this until uh i came alive as you said <laughs> that is true you did come alive in the dinosaur costume did it make you I feel think, sad yeah. allison that you had to pass it on to holly before the night was over like it didn't because I'm okay with like I like feel like me and her are on the same level so like you know it was passing the baton like equally it wasn't like taking a step back or anything it was uh... Allison you yeah, know what's I funny know, Allison who would you have been uncomfortable past like who is not on the same level <laughs> as you yeah, exactly. honestly I don't I can't think of anyone yeah maybe, maybe Gabe because, you know like no one else could be Spider Man like that's true. You know what is so funny, Allison, is like, you actually remind me a lot of myself like four or five years ago. And I just think it's kind of funny because I think that I, okay, there's a cat. Um, I think that you are kind of like a more like hype version of me now, it seems. <laughs> like, I I don't know. That's just what I've been thinking. I thought you were going to lead so off with, funny. you remind me of a dinosaur. And I was so <laughs> 
I mean, also wouldn't be offended because I call myself yeah. rips because I have really short arms for my height. <laughs> that is hilarious. So I don't want to stop um, this dinosaur talk, but I do feel like there's no, please do yeah. context around the dinosaur. I feel like people. Oh, who that's work true. Our listeners have no idea. Have, they're like, oh, great, dinosaurs yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. So I, maybe oh, yeah. Gabe should describe yeah. uh, how that came uh, about. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. So Holly and I obviously we planned this big wide game um, in the weeks and and particularly the days coming up leading up to the retreat, uh, which was themed after Spider-Man and his many villains. And so I had a Spider-Man costume, which I just already owned. Don't get me wrong, I didn't buy it for this. Um, but I had this Spider-Man costume and, and that was kind of where it started. And we're gonna have this wide game where you have to go around and kind of catch all the Spider-Man villains. All the students with the help of Spider-Man are, are chasing the Spider-Man villains. And so as we went along, we wanted to get costumes together for, for different leaders to portray different villains and play all these fun roles. Um, which for the most part, I have to admit was just came from also things that I just owned my, <laughs> I think we put together seven costumes and I think no eight costumes and six of them were just things that I already you had, had already. Yeah. yeah. It's just, we kept going, Oh, well, it'd be nice if we had like a crazy green goblin jacket and I'd go, you know, Actually, and then, and then, oh, if we only had this, and I'd kind of sheepishly, oh, I've got that too. Uh, and then, um, in yeah. particular, we wanted to use the um, the glasses from a particular Spider-Man movie. There are these these iconic glasses that he wears, and not only did I own them, they happened to be in my backpack while we were discussing this. So, anyways, that was all something. Also, not surprising. Yeah, that I put together. The dinosaur costume, however, is to also represent a Spider-Man villain, and is one of the two costumes that I did not just own. I don't happen to have an inflatable dinosaur yet. Uh, so that was something that we did purchase for the weekend. But it, So it was for our Spider-Man wide game. It was a costume to represent a villain. And Allison, Holly, Gus, and I think one more person ended up wearing it throughout the course of the Gage weekend. Was in, yeah, it's, it was, I think Gage was playing basketball. Or yeah, yeah, it was yeah. and will remain quite the asset to our youth, I think. It's true. Honestly, <laughs> that like I was gonna say that for me was probably one of the on a surface level highlight. That was one of my yeah. biggest highlights was seeing it all come together. Because from the birth of this game, I just remember we had a leaders meeting kind of before youth started again yeah. for like January. And after that meeting was over, like mid meeting, I kind of just was like, Oh, we should do a Spider-Man game. So immediately I texted Gabe yeah. and I was like, Spider-Man game, question mark. And for like an hour and a half, we just texted back and forth and we're like, okay, how could this go? And we both just got so pumped. And then to see it kind of evolve over time, it was, it was really cool. And Gabe, you really brought it together in the end. Like you kind oh, of like yeah. bought everything for it and like got the stations ready. And I, yeah, seriously, it was a, big team effort so i'm i'm really proud of us it was fun yeah. it was a very su um, successful game and like the kids loved it so and, and yeah. i think appreciated all the effort that went into making it fun so congratulations to on you for that thanks yeah Go team. uh graham what about uh what about you what was uh was a highlight for you well i have a few things that i think other people might say so i i i i won't well, we'll find out if they're obvious once everyone's done. <laughs> if they're not, I'll, I'll pipe up once more. But um, I think for me, I, like I've talked on the podcast before about um, 
my joining youth group for the first time this year as a leader and just trying to figure out my role and kind of getting to know the kids more and more. And even though I'm a loud, crazy guy in youth, uh, I'm really warming up to that position. I haven't, I haven't Mm -hmm. even fully got to full Graham mode yet. Um, That's true. (laughs) I see full Graham like during staff meetings. Yeah. I was going to say, what does full Graham entail? You don't want to know. (laughs) There is a dial and we are only halfway there. So if you can only imagine, but uh, just, just having the weekend to bond with the kids more um, and, and people, kids would start to talk to me more than they ever have. I think just cause we were there, like just, it was just a mm-hmm. different setting. Um, I anticipated me having to put more effort into building more bonds, but they just started happening more naturally. And, uh, mm. I thought it was super fun. So in terms of a personal highlight, um, having those moments to grow my relationship with the kids was, was on that list. I love it. And what about you, Zach? Yeah, I think the highlight for me was just getting to meet all the all the cool kids in your group yeah. because I, I don't think I had met any of the students before. And they're such a great so. group of people. Ah. So that was really enjoyable and encouraging for me. I like left the weekend, uh, yeah, really pumped up and with lots of good memories. So I'm glad I got to meet the the people that I did. And then there's a couple of friends on your leader team too, which was awesome. Like, yeah. You know, Michael mm-hmm. and I played in the worship band together way back in the day. Mm-hmm. And then he started playing drums and I was like, oh yeah, this guy is so good at drums. Yeah. So it was nice to, nice to have him uh, intercede for me on the drum kit again. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, having you there was a pretty big highlight for me too. Cause even you're saying you got to meet like some of the kids and it's one of those things like for our listeners too, like Zach and I have been friends for like 10 years. So it was really yeah. cool to see like this group that is so important to me in my life to have them meet a good friend of mine and have you meet them. It was a really cool, special like worlds collide type moment. So that I really appreciate it for sure. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Really heartwarming yeah. weekend. Yeah. Um, Gabe, did we get your answer kind of with the wide game or was there anything else you would kind of add for what was a highlight for you? I mean, yeah, I think there's two moments that I'd probably highlight that are little things for me. So I'll try to put them in pretty short order. First one related to the wide game, just the amount of buy-in from the students was so cool. Like Graham touched on it as well, but it just, the fact that they were so into it and so excited. When I first came out while Holly was explaining the game in that Spider-Man costume, it was just like this eruption of cheering, which (laughs) I just didn't know. didn't know what to expect, you know, in terms of how ironic or how awesome they would think it was you know whatever and and it turned out like they were super into it all day long asking for photos and just so that was yeah it was cool that we that it felt like we put together something that they really appreciated so that was definitely one and then another came um the next like the saturday night where during that time where you know everybody was sort of had peeled off to bed for the most part or whatever and i ended up sitting on the stage of all places with two of like my first students, which was super cool. These Mm -hmm. students that one of them was like the first kid that I met um, my first day of adventure camp, which was the first youth leading experience I basically had was adventure camp in maybe 2017. I'm not sure what year. Um, And the first person I met was, was this kid Gage who's super cool. And he was one of the three of us sitting on the stage. And then Johanna was another one who's been a big part of our youth for a number of years. And, And it was just cool. Um, The two of them were like some of my first students and we were 
I was sitting there with them, having known them since they were grade seven, basically, and, you know, awkward and figuring themselves out and all those kind of things. And, and a big part of the conversation was how, like, they even encouraged me and, and affirmed what Holly and I had been doing. And it was just so cool to sit there and feel like these are grown people, you know, and these are people that I've gotten to know and, and hopefully input into their lives over the past like five years already. And it was just sort of a, I don't know, that moment put my leadership tenure so far into perspective for me. Cause I was just like, these are like grade 11, 12 students who I met when they were in grade seven, who are so aware of what's going on around mm -hmm. them and, and what youth means to them. And it was super cool conversation. Totally. I remember I walked into like the tail yeah. end of that conversation yeah. when I was kind of needing to be the responsible adult and make people finally go to bed. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry to like shut down <laughs> this okay. conversation. And I joined into it for a few minutes. Yeah. But yeah, those honestly, those are some of the best like conversations totally. that really only happen somewhere like the retreat. But um, I want to move into the question sure. of like, how did we see God moving during the weekend? So maybe we can come back to Allison. Yeah. Wow. So much. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I just really saw like that God was able to like use me and like connect with the other students mm -hmm. that ha aren't even mine. Like so many of like Holly, your girls just were like, I love you. And I was like, I like they just <laughs> Jesus in me. And like, we were just able to talk and get to know each other more. And like, um, me and, um, Carissa, like my co-leader have been praying and like really hoping that our girls are able to like open up to each other. Cause we have some shy girls, um, didn't seem like that this past weekend though. Like, true. And it's really cool to see like, wow, like, thank you God for this. And like, um, it made us bond together. So like our first small group back, like, like, yesterday last night with youth we were actually able to have a good conversation so mm. even though we all were like super excited and not really focused um on our small group times with uh, the retreat um no matter how hard we actually tried to focus they just kept getting really distracted but to see it come back to actual youth and like we're able to have those good conversations and yeah just bring us That's closer to each other yeah and that's cool because that was one of the questions I had for later too. But if anybody has an answer that is kind of to both of these questions is that question was, how did you see like the result of what you kind of felt God did at the retreat? Like how has that kind of leaked down into um, youth after and like, what are the lasting effects? And I think that's a great example of that. Like you were able to like, because of the treat, now you're kind of having these deeper conversations. Yeah. So I think, I think that's really cool. Yeah. And yeah. They definitely had a blast and they loved hearing Zach speak from what yeah. I and, and yeah, it was just an overall great weekend that mm -hmm. God was moving in all of the ways. So totally. Yeah. How about, uh, how about you, Zach? Yeah, I totally agree. I saw, um, obviously I didn't know many of the people beforehand, but it seemed like there was a lot of growth in relationship and a lot of people like softening their hearts to one another and, and welcoming people into their stories a little bit more. And you see that all through scripture, that, that restored relationship is a big mm. part. Like restored relationship between people, between individuals is a big part of Jesus' plan for restoration here on earth and a big mm. part of what we're looking forward to in the new creation. So to, to get to see that growing in this group and becoming an expression um, of 
relationship that's being restored, becoming the, the sort of relationship that people can really trust one another to be um, like dedicated to one another's best interests, mm -hmm. like a deep um, enduring compassion for one another. Um, yeah, to, to grow in that is to grow in your understanding of, of being as God created you to be in relationship as, as he is in relationship with the son and the spirit. So I thought it was a very, very beautiful picture of the kingdom mm. of God, the way your group interacts with one another. Wow. That was so well said. Oh my goodness. I'm like, anything that I'll say after this was like, not going to be that eloquently put, but no, that's oh. honestly, that's a very, <laughs> that's a very powerful image. And I, I would echo that for sure. Um, I think, I think something that I saw with my group, which was really cool and because uh, I think for some time, like my girls on a normal small group night, they can kind of sometimes say something that is really like deep and meaningful. And sometimes it can be kind of heavy, but then it's really easy. They just kind of breeze by it. And then we kind of move on to what's next. And we don't really get into that. But I think this weekend we were actually able to go to those places in those conversations. Like we would kind of have the kids say something that was really maybe difficult for them to say or something that was maybe hard for them to say, but then they were actually able to sit in that and kind of unpack it a little bit instead of trying to just go there and then forget or have everybody forget that they said that right away. So instead of kind of just dumping heavy things and moving on, I feel like we actually got to unpack them. So I thought that was a pretty big weekend for my girls for sure. So I was thankful for those conversations. Yeah. Um, how about, uh, how about Graham? <laughs> uh, well, now I'm sitting here in my head trying to rethink what I was going to say because it was, mine was very similar to what Zach was saying. And then as soon as he started yeah. talking, I thought, oh, gee, he's saying it way better than me. <laughs> but, uh, I just, I saw your, I saw your script there in the corner of the camera. I just read it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would say that in the last few years of my life that, uh, so if I uh, look, I'll, I'm, I'm answering this as if Zach didn't talk. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> love it. The last few years of my life, um, the way that I have been growing closer to God uh, is through people that kind of realizing that, and I, I don't know. I, maybe this is so basic, and I should have figured out a long time ago, but that God reveals Himself through people and that we could read the bible and literature to learn about god like that always in my life that always seemed like that's how you learn about god you read the bible um and then kind of through some authors in different places it was realizing oh actually you can do that that's very good but also uh when you talk to somebody that person is a version of God, right? Like, like he, that person is made in the image of God. So there are wonderful things with that person that will give you glimpses as to who God is. And when you start looking, when I, well, at least when I did, when I started looking at people that way, um, I mean, it changed my life because first you, you kind of forgive the bad parts more. <laughs> it's easier to, mm. to, to see them uh, as human, but also to, to find their good parts to say like, oh, this really annoys me about them. But, you know, they're really good at this. And, uh, and, and that's a characteristic of God. And I know that because mm. of the Bible teaching, <laughs> but now I get to see it played out in my life. So, um, mm. 
seeing relationships, meeting people is, is been really important in my faith journey. And so getting to see all the different, um, like again, experiences with these kids and the leaders, um, on a deeper level, on a more intimate level, on a, in a, at a retreat setting, um, in a beautiful setting. I mean, we're at Camp Luther, uh, with the mountains and the lake. Um, so it just kind of all came together. We had beautiful weather. Uh, so Mm -hmm. yeah, for me, God was moving just in revealing his people more to me. And, uh, so that was impactful for me. Mm, That's really cool. How about Gabe? Yeah, I mean, I think it's been spoken about a lot, the idea of the way that the students connected with each other and how important that was. And so I'll maybe steer in a different direction than that, but I'll touch briefly on like, it was cool for me just with my own like grade nine and 10 boy students that I, some of them, yeah, actually have been working with them since like their grade six year. Um, And it was cool to see them even like get to be in the same small group as the grade 12 students and like the conversations that they had and the way that they started Mm. to pipe in and be comfortable praying and confident telling jokes and all these different things with, with students who are sometimes even reserved within their own small groups. It was just really cool to see the confidence that was built in them throughout that. Um, And then I think for me too, like personally, it was a really special weekend um, just in that it felt very affirming in a time period where I was actually an interesting part of the story of what's going on in my life is I, on the way out to the retreat, I was in the car when Pastor Craig actually called me and offered me the job that I'm now working in at the church, which is in the administrative assistant position. But it was like on the way out to the retreat, I had all these questions about what my life was going to look like. Mm. I had a few job interviews. I wasn't sure what the situation in my restaurant was going to be going forward. Like the previous job I was doing, all these different things were just kind of like swirling in some ways and I was headed out to the retreat just like I hope I can forget about all this for a weekend and and try to put myself into this and not just be so consumed by all these questions I have about my life right now and it was crazy how it was like on the way to the retreat in the car probably 20 minutes out I I got a call that really like answered one of the really big questions you know like it just felt like I was affirmed and kind of put in place to be able to actually be myself at this retreat, like right before and right away in a really cool way. So it was really special. Hmm. That is really special. And I'm very, I'm very excited for you to be in that position. If anybody is going to kick Graham out of the position, (laughs) I am glad that it's you. (laughs) Yeah. Love it. Um, Yeah. So I guess to kind of add on to this, this would be a question specifically for like Allison and Gabe and Graham, but to kind of, like I had mentioned, if, is there anything else that we've seen kind of leak over into our normal youth nights that from the retreat, like I'll give my answer first for kind of an example. So Zach on the first night was talking about um, like the idea of justice and like standing up for others, which I think just resonated so, so well with our kids. And the, I know the grade 12 girls small group, because last week after the retreat, we had a week of our small group nights, which is when for those listening, uh, we don't meet all together at the church. The kids, they do something in their like grade groups. So the grade 12 girls, after hearing that message on the Friday night, came up with the idea to go to Costco on their small group night and buy food to restock the food, the satellite food bank at the church. And then they came back to the church and they unloaded that stuff there. So it was cool to see that 
there was something that they learned from the retreat. And then the next week they put that into action by going and fulfilling a need within the community. So I thought that was so cool. And what more could we ask for than like practical steps happening after the retreat? So I thought that was very cool. Yeah. So is there anything else that you guys have kind of seen happening after the retreat that you're like, oh, maybe this is because of that? I know, Allison, you kind of gave an answer a little bit already, but I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if Graham or Gabe would have anything else to say to that, too. Yeah, the the week after uh, the retreat was small group night and our small group was just playing video games. So (laughs) (laughs) we were definitely uh, not going to Costco and serving (laughs) others. Yeah, well, my group went snowboarding. So it's, you know, that's (laughs) My group just watched movies and hung out and talked. So like, yeah. And the, I saw that on like the email and I was like, oh, there's someone doing something good. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And but, then I, I, I missed, think, yeah. I, I, I couldn't attend yesterday or the last uh, youth group that we had. So uh, I haven't been back. But yeah, I'm, ex- I'm just excited for seeing the continued new bonds mm-hmm. play out. Mm-hmm. And I know the all the boys were meeting at the retreat um, the, from grade nine to 12. Um, all met after Zach would talk, we would have small group discussions at the retreat. And I think we definitely had plans to do things in the future. Um, so we'll see if that ever happens, yeah. <laughs> I suppose. But yeah, there was definitely totally. a heart expressed for that um, because of what Zach was saying. So, uh, And there was mm-hmm. discussion of that even in the leaders meeting last night. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. totally. So it did come up. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So in speaking about this too, I'd love to know from you, Zach, like how did you kind of find your inspiration for what you shared with this group? Yeah, you sent me that question ahead of time. Like, how do you decide what to preach on? I'm like, well, if someone has a perfect answer, please text me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, you preach it on Sunday now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, no, it's always interesting to try to to figure that out. And I, I I don't have one method that, is foolproof, but, um, I mean, a couple of key things. Um, one, uh, is, is I try to listen as much as I can. Um, in this scenario, like I, I don't get time. I don't get the chance to spend time with those students ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you and I had a few chats where I just tried to understand a little bit your students and where they were coming from and, and really yeah. know who I was speaking to and, and hear from you ahead of time. And then when it comes to like my group on, uh, like for our midweek program here in Chilliwack. Um, yeah, just try to spend time with the people and, and find out what's going on in their lives and see where um, God's heart revealed in the scriptures lines up with people's journey, I guess, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, yeah, so that's one. And then another thing I try to keep in mind, and I've been learning this more and more lately, is that what's most personal is most universal. Ooh. So sometimes we think that we need to like, water down ideas for the general public because they probably don't think like me. So I just need to make this as like, as like average person as possible. But in reality, Mm -hmm. like the things that make me most afraid are probably the things other people are afraid of, or the things that make me most excited are probably things that other people will get excited about. Maybe not in terms of interest. Although I did notice with your group, 
they were as childishly excited about Star Wars as I was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Surprisingly, <laughs> that was both personal and universal this time around. Yeah. But some of those deeper human, um, those like deeper human needs, um, when you look kind of at what's most personal for you, hmm. um, you might you might find that when you share that, a lot of other people were just waiting for someone else to say it first. That is um, so true. So yeah. those are a few things I keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Zach, I don't know if oh, you, what that. you were yeah. talking about uh, during the weekend. It was something, is that something you've used before uh, with your own youth or a different group? Yeah, a few of the talks were adapted versions of talks I'd done before. One of like the, the justice talk that we opened with, I'd actually done a few nights before and it just, mm. um, that was another one of those, those words that I was just really excited about and um our kids seem to have some good discussions about it and i actually hadn't planned on doing that one this weekend um but then as we were getting closer i just i just really wanted to and when i mm-hmm. prayed about it i felt peace about it and I'm like okay it makes sense it's scripturally faithful and i really want to so we'll yeah. just go for it and um, i'm so and glad then, that you did too yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my girls really enjoyed that one yeah yeah they like had a passion for it after like during small group time of just like yeah mm-hmm. that's it, cool it yeah, really resonated with everyone that's exciting and that's just encouraging as a speaker too because you know you'll get excited about something and feel you know blessed by something that you read in scripture in a book or heard from a friend and you know you're you're passing it on hoping that it's helpful but you never really know because you don't mm-hmm. you can't have that first impression of the message that you shared. And I'm like, well, you know, when I read it, it was impactful, but did I find a way to actually pass it on or, or did I kind of distort and water down what it was that blessed me? And now it's like right. a, like a weaker, less helpful version. Um, so you never really know. So it's really mm-hmm. encouraging to hear that, that, um, has been helpful for your kids. And I mm-hmm. just, yeah, continue to pray that the, the spirit continues what he has started with them and, and helps them remember the things that were from him and the parts where my own humanness got in the way that those will kind of fall away and the forgotten memories of the, <laughs> of the weekend. <laughs> well, in, in relation to that, talk, talking about your humanness, that um, I think as a speaker, uh, you know, there, there's this kind of pressure of like, oh boy, I'm in charge of this, setting the tone for this weekend and teaching all these spiritual mm-hmm. truths. And, and all of that is supremely important. But uh, also you stayed around the whole weekend. You were participating and you were so intentional, uh, like crazy intentional about um, getting to know people and interacting with like all everybody, not just kind of picking Mm -hmm. one or two uh, people that you had a shared interest with. And uh, I was just watching you in awe really (laughs) um, at how well you were able to connect and that everyone thought you were so cool and wanted to be around you and part of that's your personality and because you are cool. Um, but also, I think because you were saying things that they were engaging with. And uh, if you went up there and just said things that were bonkers or, or, or unrelatable, it uh, doesn't matter how cool you are. They're, they're not really interested. So it was very evident that the words you were saying uh, was connecting, but also that the effort you were putting yeah. into building relationships uh, probably mm-hmm. meant more to everybody than anything else you did. So they, it all had to work yeah. in concert, yeah. but that probably yeah. stood out more. 
Oh, well, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Claire. Yeah. And that's, that's again, is a, is a testament to the strength of the group too, because those kinds of relationships have to go two ways. Yeah. You know, a guy mm-hmm. can stick around and if it's not a welcoming group, you're kind of sitting around, yeah. sitting around in a group of people as an individual. But from the moment yeah. I showed up, I felt like I was a part of a group yeah. of people. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's a special thing you guys have going for you. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely so cool. know my girls loved you. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. one of them became best friends with everyone, and is like best best friends with Zach and <laughs> like, we yeah. all know who we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's so true. But I I had the same reaction from my girls, and we had like the privilege of getting to have Zach like join in on some of our small group conversations too, and they loved having you as a part of that. And uh, it's actually, so it's exciting. Zach and I have been talking about doing a combined event with Zach's youth group and this youth group. So we have that to look forward to as well. So really excited about that. Uh, The last question that I'll kind of ask pointed at you, Zach, is kind of just share us a bit about like your ministry and just how we can keep like your group in our thoughts and prayers. Yeah, awesome. I appreciate that Mm -hmm. a ton. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of similarities. Um, We we are a youth group in... Chilliwack and Chilliwack and Abbotsford aren't too different. We've got a middle school group and a high school group and a young adults group, and we're trying to do our best to apprentice under Jesus in the times as they are and trying to learn what parts of our culture point us towards him and what parts of our culture are pulling us away from him and, and his words. So, I mean, I think, yeah, the, the spiritual battle of knowing truth uh, I guess, yeah, like the the clarity of mind and, and open hearts to the spirit to know what's true and the courage to follow is something that all of our students and leaders and me personally need. So I, I really appreciate your prayers in that. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm very much looking forward to the yeah kind of joint things that we do with the ministries and even Zach's yeah. going to come and be a part of all our, our all nighter, which is going to be great. Um, yeah, super, super Wait. thankful. He's yeah. all-nighter. It's true. He's going to play on the worship team. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully that's early in the night because I don't know yeah. if I still have like the gas for like <laughs> No, it's, it's we'll, literally we'll... at like 8 p.m. Okay. Yeah, yeah I can handle that. Yeah. <laughs> are going to exactly. people, are people know I, you're I, there or you should like just play in the background and then like, you know, like and then like take your hat off and like everyone will be like, whoa, what the heck? Yeah, they'll yeah. hear some reveal. clunky notes on the guitar and they're like, who is this guy that's so much worse at guitar than Gus? And why did they bring him in? Oh my gosh. It's, no, it's going to be awesome. So I, I just wanted to end kind of with this question or if there's anything else that anybody wants to kind of share about the retreat or their experience, you can add that in here too. But I just want to ask, like, what do you guys think it is about a retreat weekend that allows for the students to bond on such a deep level? Like we've kept saying that we've seen this happen, but why do we think that is like, what is it about the weekend that allows for that? Well, first off, I want to say, uh, Holly, I'm honored to be a younger, spunkier, whatever you were saying to <laughs> you. Um, I it's just true. Like, I need to tell you this um, because I, I look up to you in life. <laughs> I love you. Wow. <laughs> wow, I love you too. Um, oh my gosh, this is more so cute. Okay. <laughs> that's why we were pals, right? That's true, um, we are. Um, but I think that was the fact that we're able to hang out longer than like five minutes. Like, mm-hmm. obviously we can hang out longer than five minutes at, at normal youth nights, but like, it's just, you're there 
then it's games, then it's small worship. I know it's uh, the word and then like the message. And then it's off to small groups. And it's not a lot of extra time. Like, whereas with the mm-hmm. youth retreat, you have people staying up until like two thirty, four in the morning. Um, yeah. Unless you're some of us old people who like to go to bed at 10. um yeah it's just like you're able to have more just downtime and Mm. especially with that free time that we had like we had my girls your girls the grade 12 girls and then some guys even showed up to starbucks like we just hung out like it's just more time together and it's i don't know i think god just does something mind-boggling because it's like you just break all of those walls there's like no Mm -hmm. boundaries there's totally not, obviously there's boundaries but there's like <laughs> you're picking the, up what you're putting down yeah you, you get to the point of just like hmm I can just like relax around these people and be myself and be my friend like have friends mm-hmm. um, and just like I don't need to worry about if you think my hair looks funny when I don't straighten it in the morning because I'm not totally like, those super yeah. things like the walls are just put down with those yeah that's that's a great great point um like everything that you're saying like all the downtime but also i actually love what you said about like you're not really worrying about how you look because i think there's something so magical that happens at camp for that like for youth we have like a microscopic kind of version of that but i feel like you know when the kids walk in you're still kind of like putting on this like oh i kind of want to be cool or i want people to like me but when you're at camp like you know you're running around chasing uh like dinosaur and like trying to you're like you basically you get to act like a kid and it's almost like you just don't have to try to be anything for anyone and i don't Mm -hmm. even know what it is necessarily about it that happens like specifically at camp but there's something magical that happens there's something magical also just like on a side note to zach like you putting in effort with all of the kids it was amazing because like I know back to camp because um Zach and I were at Stillwood together for a bit yeah um that like whenever like a speaker puts in like the work to hang out with the kids or like visit the kids at activities they my kids always interacted better during the sessions and the mm. chapels and campfires and all of that and the discussion questions afterwards so I just want to commend you and encourage you with that um just going going forward just like keep it up because it's like a big thing Mm -hmm. thanks Allison yeah absolutely how about uh how about Gabe what do you think yeah I think the time definitely that she spoke to is a factor and I think too for me I've always felt like there's something about the sense of destination in that first you're going somewhere and so you get to be removed a little Mm -hmm. bit from your regular setting and your regular routine you know something about that you know, not that it's made up or fake, but you almost feel like you like enter into a different reality. You know, you almost exit what you're used to into this new place. And then for that weekend, you're kind of in a microcosm with, with these few people, you know, and that becomes like your world and your reality for, you know, the time being. And it's, it's really special the way that, you know, that feels like your family and that feels like your home for that time period instead of, even a situation like youth, which is super special, but you, you know, you still feel like you're kind of stepping out of your home into youth and you're going to step back right into your home again. But something about the backdrop of time and the setting where 
I'm going to sleep here. I'm going to be here tomorrow. That whole sense, it really puts you in that as like, this is my world. This is my family for a little while. And I think that that's part of what about camp, you know, brings students and brings people together and to be so real with each other is that they're just like, there's, there's nowhere mm -hmm. else I'm going back to, at least not right away. You know, there's, mm -hmm. this is where I yeah. am. These are the people that I'm with. And this is what reality looks like right now. There's something really special about that. That's a, yeah, that's a good thought for sure. And it's crazy that like Camp Luther is only like, you know, like 20 yeah. minutes away. If you're kind of living in Abbotsford, like it's really not that far, but you go there and you feel like you do kind of just step into this whole other like beautiful world. Yeah. And it's a, it's a really cool thing. Um, how about, uh, how about Graham? What do you think? What is it about? Well, camp? I think the answers that have been shared already have spoke perfectly to what I was thinking. Um, but the only thing I, I think I wanted to add to that is um, eating together. Uh, so mm -hmm. that, oh, cool. yeah, like all the different times to hang out and sessions and worship and stuff, uh, all super great. Uh, that what Gabe spoke to about a destination, great. But I, again, also just eating together. Yeah. Like there's something almost biblical mm -hmm. about that. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, sharing that, those meals together and breaking bread together, as they say, uh, it, yeah, that just adds to the experience. Yeah. Hmm. That's so cool. I've never thought about kind of the impact of eating meals together like that for the weekend. That's really cool. Um, Zach, would you have anything else to add to that? Yeah, I mean, I think they got all the key things there. The only thing I'll, I'll leave on this one, too, is a lot of times when you have a retreat, you've got uh, a lot of people in the church praying for you. Mm -hmm. um, oh, totally. You guys are going away and you can just always got to be grateful for the prayers of the church grandmas, you know, like yeah. when things are going, <laughs> things are going well. And I'm like, wow, that was a really special youth night. And then on a Sunday or throughout the week, I'll bump into someone and they're like, just so you know, I was praying for you guys. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I just felt stirred and I spent an hour or something. And, and that's just so special. And, and sometimes on a retreat, you know, you've got some, some increased prayer support and who knows how the mechanics of all that work. Hey, like yeah. it's, it's mind boggling to try to, understand and you know imagine there's some like quantitative like this amount of prayers equals this amount of blessing yeah. <laughs> way above my pay grade but yeah, exactly. uh, always Me thankful too. for the prayers of the church grandmas yes oh it's so true honestly i hadn't even really super made that connection too like yeah on the surface you know people are praying for you but it has an impact for sure man yeah you guys all really put that so perfectly i don't think there's anything else i could say to even add on top of that i but honestly i'm so thankful for the leadership team that we have this year um i'm thankful for the longevity of the leaders that we have um and there's a lot of new leaders this year which is cool but we also have leaders who have been with their kids from until or since they were in grade six so it is cool kind of like i think gabe you were saying earlier to have those moments at that weekend yeah. when you're realizing oh i'm talking to hmm. like a fully like adapted, like you're a human yeah. and you have your own thoughts and perspectives on things and you have valuable things to say. And it's, yeah, such a cool thing. I, yeah, could not have been happier with the way that the retreat went. I am so happy that we got to do it. We obviously didn't get to do it last year. So I'm really happy that we were able to again. So thankful to all of you. Um, yeah, I can't thank you enough for being also on this podcast today. Um, yeah, Graham, did you have anything else? Yeah, I uh, do, Holly, actually. Right, <laughs> Thank you for picking up on that. Uh, I got you. I read your mind. <laughs> I think that uh, there's there's a ton of things that made this weekend successful. And we've talked about uh, 
them all really. Um, and of mm -hmm. course, like everything is, we're all, we're all here for a collective reason. And that's to, as our church motto is to find and follow Jesus. Um, yeah. But from the human side of things, uh, I want to recognize Holly, yeah. that all of this <laughs> is because of Holly, yeah. that, that yeah. Gabe's oh, uh, wide game and all the work that Gabe put into the, the weekend um, is because yeah. of Holly and the speakers and mm. the or speaker and the <laughs> leaders and the kids that, that yeah. all of that trickled down from a leadership uh, position. Um, someone mm -hmm. who has uh, uh, a passion for this group, for a passion of creating events like this, for a, a passion for developing leaders and encouraging relationships. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you didn't have those things, Holly, none of us would be here having the time we're having. So uh, we just want to take a moment to throw it back to you and yeah. say, that, you know, you didn't, you're doing an amazing job. <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much, Graham. I, I really appreciate that. Uh, it's so kind. And honestly, this group of kids that we have, it makes it so easy. Like all the time I have conversations with people and the reaction is always, oh, you work with teenagers. I could never. But I feel like our group makes it so easy to love on them. Like they are just such an amazing group of kids and I'm so grateful for them. So they make the work just so enjoyable for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, Graham. And yeah, thank you so much to all of you for being on the podcast today. I think you guys all have such valuable things to say. And I'm such a fan of everyone's life in here. And uh, I think, yeah, we'll end it there for today, unless anybody else has anything else that they kind of wanted to throw in there. But um, yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And uh, yeah, keep our youth ministry in your prayers as always. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you on the next episode. Much love, Ross Road. See you guys in a few weeks. Bye.